Kill You With Truth 2024 back. Back with my guy, Johnny Love. Like, subscribe, comment. It all helps. And we're going to kick some Kill You With Truth ass in 2024. Right, Johnny? Right, Johnny? Right. Right? Yes, yes, yes. Johnny, Happy New Year. How was your holiday season in particular how was your new year's it was great my uh my my new year's was great we me and my uh girlfriend we went out to a um a comedy sh- show and you look uh you look uh like uh surprised that that's well it's the thing. first time i've actually heard you say now i knew there was a lady but this is the first time i've heard you uh use the word girlfriend well you know I, that is awesome so we're there we're at the uh we're calling each other girlfriend boyfriend stage well you know well i know what i don't know shit <laughs> what uh, what do i know i don't know anything what do you mean yeah, well, like, I know? yeah we're we're at that stage and that uh, is fantastic so you yeah. uh, tickled the old funny bone huh we got a little funny bone tickling yeah we over... went to uh comedy works yeah we went to their new year's show and uh, Jeff Die was the comedian. Uh, never heard of him before. Did he die on stage? A little bit. Not gonna lie. <laughs> oh really? Is that he, is that for real? He Sorry. was. Uh, he, he, he. You could tell he was funny. Yeah. How could you tell he was funny? Uh, well, I could tell he was funny. Um, Usually, and, people can tell you're funny when you're laughing. Yeah. Well, not so, not so much. Yeah. He was it was all right. It, it was just I think um that he's a he's not a clean comedian for sure. Oh boy. And the show before that was a kids only show. Oh boy. So he yeah, he um I think he was a little frazzled, but hopefully he got all his uh his expletives in in our show and was better for the late later show. Did you get a little kissy poo at midnight? Uh, a gentleman never kisses a dog. Uh, well, that is. Uh, were you guys awake by midnight? Oh yeah, we're. You know, oh yeah, oh yeah, we were. We were asleep by twelve oh five. All right, Johnny. Congratulations. That's. I think that sounds like a great way to start twenty twenty four. Way to go, my man. My man. Um, ask me what I did in terms of getting a kiss at midnight. What'd you do in terms of getting a kiss at midnight? Well, you know, I got engaged at midnight back uh, a long time ago. Like, I care how What long, year was you know. that? I forgot, actually. That's why I, you know, I got married in 94. Did I get engaged in 93? I got engaged at midnight on New Year's Eve in York, Pennsylvania. Golly, man, this is terrible. Was it 94? I guess it was 93. 94 shit i don't know anyways um yeah so uh at midnight this year i rolled my wife over hey now and uh gave her a kiss she was she was like uh, 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 huh oh yeah uh, you were still awake at midnight hey now sure was i don't know even where the story's going hey now busy weekend for sports that's what we're doing here sure. and uh uh-huh uh huh, and that leads us to the question of the day: Who is the next Broncos starting quarterback? Well, this Sunday it's going to be Jared Stidham. That's what our pal Sean 
uh, Sean Payton told us yesterday, the start of next year, I think it's going to be Jared Stidham as the starter. But the backup is probably the more interesting question, probably in both categories. So this Sunday, the backup is uh, Russell Wilson again. This is another move by the Broncos that just doesn't make a whole heck of a lot of sense. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, the controversy with Russell Wilson and the letter from the NFLPA to the Broncos, don't you threaten Russell Wilson, grr. But how much that really means and what the truth of that entire story is feels a little bit like water under the bridge already. These stories come on like a hurricane and blow out of town. And very quickly, people are like, ah, move on. It's like, move on. The story just started. It's pretty interesting. No, you know, we're done with it. We already know enough. And I do feel like people have that vibe. Like, we get it. We get it. The Broncos don't like them. Uh, Sean Payton doesn't like them. Bench him, don't bench him, blibbity blabbity blue. At the end of the day, everybody's just about what's next, not what happened in the past. And whatever acts Russell Wilson wants to grind, you know what, Johnny? We only got to put up with it for three more days of practice and one more game. After that, he'll be hasta la vista there, Russ. And, you know, fine. It didn't work out. It was a terrible trade. The, the Seahawks are poised to possibly be a playoff team. I actually don't even know where they're at, but they're right there somewhere. I really should know better, but I don't. That being said, the Broncos getting eliminated um, over the weekend was a bit of a, you know, a bit of a bummer, man. Um, you know, you could tell they were melancholy in the locker room. And Russ was, he was out of there, man. He wasn't spending time. And bro, Jarrett Stidham was looking uh, with the flow and the riz. And the flow is, I mean, he was looking all right. But if you wanted some sort of spectacular performance, look somewhere else, man. I mean, the yards he had throwing in the first half were better than Russell Wilson in nine out of the games, nine out of the whatever games that Russ has started. I mean, it, if, if it wasn't so much better than Russ, it was at least as good. And the Broncos played the lead and played relatively calmly with that lead and got the win. That's all you need. Don't forget right here, I predicted, Johnny, do you remember? 16-13 Broncos. I mean, I'm looking pretty damn smart when the Broncos score 16 damn points. Mm-hmm. Yep. Chargers had nine, so I was a little bit off. Broncos missed a field goal at the end of the first half. Maybe they should have had. But in general, I kind of nailed it. I nailed that there would be controversy. Not not to tap, brag, tap my, tap, you know, pat myself on the shoulder. Boy, I had a moment right there. <laughs> Holy cow. I had a glitch. Yes, Johnny. It's too bad we deleted all of the footage from last year at midnight on, uh, you know, January 1st. So Yes, yes, indeed, indeed. Mm-hmm. Anywho, um, really what we should be focused on, not the backup this week, but the backup to start the year next year. And we may have a preview of that in the national championship game. Johnny, are you ready for a second MPJ in Denver? Ooh, I don't know if I can handle that. Well, I'm talking about Washington's own Michael Penix Jr., who threw for 430 yards yesterday, which was wicked awesome. As Washington, Washington almost blew it to Texas. I mean, they had a big lead late. There, Texas gets a touchdown. Ah, you know, that's cute. Uh, and then they do the old onside kicker Rooney to Washington, and Washington gets the ball, and that's it. You know, Texas got a timeout or two. 
But, you know, we got Washington not figuring out how the hell to kill the clock. And then on um, a play that Texas had no timeouts left, a, a running back for Washington gets hurt stopping the clock. Yay. And, and so they give it the ball back to Texas. And sure enough, Texas drives down to Washington's 12-yard line with a couple of shots at the end zone. And that was bananas. I mean, all Washington basically had to do was sit on the ball. Had they taken the ball, Johnny, and run backwards like five yards and taken a knee, that would have erased time. Second play, take the ball, run back five yards, take a knee, that would have wasted more time than take the ball, run back five yards, take a knee, and the game's over. You would have just literally had it gone. But no, 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 that's not good enough for Washington because we're going to be smarter than everybody else because we're morons. We're going to take the ball and hand it off to running backs so we get one of our good running backs hurt, and we put everybody in jeopardy. And I'm watching Washington be stupid and seeing one of their better running backs get injured stupidly. Because, you, Johnny, do you understand me? You could have wasted as much time going backwards as moving forwards. If you had no intention of trying to get a first down, all that matters is time. So why the heck are you handing a ball off and moving forwards when you can just snap the ball to the quarterback? Our, our guy, Michael Penix Jr., not Penix, get your mind out of the gutter, and just, and just go backwards. And this is the tomfoolery and stupid football-ish-ness that I can't stand. It defies logic, and it almost cost Washington a shot at the national title. Texas could not convert um, on those couple. And Texas was stupid, too. They had the ball first down, so they had three or maybe four shots at the end zone. And the, the first play is a, a screen that barely gets back to the line of scrimmage. I mean, they're dumb, too. You had four shots at the end zone. Every shot should have been in the end zone, but it wasn't. But I can't help dumb teams not be dumb, Johnny. I, I can't do it. I can't help football coaches who do nothing but coach football not understand damn football. But what I can tell you is when you saw Bradley Chubb go down with an ACL tear, when the Dolphins were down 30, that's on the coach. And the same holds true here for Sean Payton. Now, I asked Sean Payton about this whole thing yesterday and he was like rap, 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 rap. you know i got interrupted rap, 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 rap. and he was like uh i don't care we don't have enough guys to play and we're gonna play everybody because getting that ninth win matters now somehow that ninth win matters to sean payton now but all those other humps didn't matter he didn't even realize the broncos had lost seven straight games to the raiders which is remarkable considering the first loss of the year was to the Raiders and he was part of it. So it didn't dawn on him. Wow. I just, I just lost seven times in a row to the Raiders. He said, ah, I wasn't even aware. Uh, okay. Then why do you give a shit about getting nine wins? This is pride and pride. Johnny and prejudice was a book that was really boring. Anywho, um, this was what you're about to see is, NFL stupidity on Sunday, a team just doing whatever they wanted to, to kill themselves, trying, you know, trying to win that ninth game. This is like semi pro Johnny and, and going for fourth place. 
to win that big cup. Remember that scene in semi-pro? They invented a, a big trophy and they played for the cup and uh, and they played for fourth place. It's stupid. It doesn't mean anything. It's dumb. And I don't know if Coffee Black is going to come and play for the Broncos. I don't know. But he did leave the Spurs to play for the Tropics. And I thought that was cool. The Flint Tropics. The Flint Tropics. Let's get tropical. I understand. Hey, Johnny, here's the deal. Michael Penix Jr. of Washington and J.J. McCarthy of Michigan are going to face off for the national championship. And Broncos fans should pay attention. Now, J.J. McCarthy has to declare and come out and yada, yada, yada if he wants to. Um, But Michael Penix Jr. has been in college for like 19 years. He's had injury issues and had a resurgence as he's come back to Washington. Now, he's 23, and while that's not old to you and me, in the world of college football, it's a bit older. So you always have to balance how a 23-year-old looks playing against 19, 20-year-olds. And it doesn't sound like that big of a difference, but it is. You know, at 23, you're doing a lot of grown-up stuff that you're not doing when you're 19 and 20. And those guys don't look like they're 19 and 20 because they're big, they're fast, they're strong. But there is a difference. So is it a red flag that he's older having that success in college football or not a big deal? I don't know. But he had a great game yesterday, and him and J.J. McCarthy should be in conversation as one of the new quarterbacks for the Denver Broncos if J.J. McCarthy comes out. Jaden Daniels didn't even play for LSU, and they still won. But that's what you do in meaningless piece of shit bowl games. You don't play because it's not worth it. So he's somebody else to keep in consideration. Meanwhile, Caleb Williams and Drake May, North Carolina and USC, well, they're not even part of the picture. So you only have two guys to pay attention to. So pay attention. Should we have a new MPJ? Should we have a J.J. McCarthy? Well, they square off the national championship game, and I'm going to be pulling for Washington because I think Penix could be it. There's guys that I respect that really know football that thinks Penix could be the guy. And If you look at the mocks, and Johnny, I know you can't stop looking at the mocks. I mean, you and the mocks. I mean, my God. You will see that Penix could be available where the Broncos may be drafting. And don't forget, if the Broncos win, they'll have worse draft position than if they lose. So who gives a shit about winning nine games? It's like a little kid with ice cream. I want it, I want it, I want it, I want it. Oh my God, you bug your parents enough, you get it, and then you you spoil your dinner. Just shut up, kid. And just eat your green beans and understand what's good for you. Garumph. Stay off my lawn. But, you know, whatever. Fans get emotional. They feel like it's a big deal to beat the Raiders. I hate the Raiders, too. But I like the Broncos more than I hate the Raiders. So losing this game is fine. Having Russ, having Ben DiNucci as your backup quarterback is fine. Not playing Garrett Bowles, uh, Justin Simmons, Josie Jewell. All these things are fine. Cortland Sutton, Marvin Mims should certainly not play coming off the injuries they're coming off of. Johnny, are you following me here? And may, maybe logic will prevail. Maybe Sean Payton is just like, grr, we got to win. But at the end of the day, Greg Penner is like, grr, it's my money. It's my team, dude. It's not, you know, I, I get it. You're my coach. But you're my coach for as long as it's football reasons. Once it's business reasons, you're not in charge of my business. You ain't in charge of my business. My voice is as high as it can go right there. Hell no, Johnny. These decisions, some business decisions, need to be made by Greg Penner. So we'll see how this week plays out. I'm just here to tell you 
the next starting quarterback? Probably Stidham. But that national championship game is going to be very, very interesting. You care about basketball? I do care about basketball. Well, the Nuggets won 111-93. Jokic took one shot yesterday in the first half. He made it. It was a layup. But there were only 39 seconds to go in the first half. Can you imagine me in a family of four spending all that cash? You go on down to see your good old world champion Nuggets and the best player in the world, Johnny, takes one shot. One damn shot. One shot. Now in the second half, though, he took a bunch more shots, made most of them. He went six for seven. So that means staggeringly in the last three games, Nikola Jokic is 26 of 28. Johnny, if you stood under the rim, do you, do you think you could make 26 of 28 layups? Absolutely not even close. So that's Jokic. That's my guy. Listen, this Hornets team actually sucks. They're bad. And there's very few NBA teams that just are like bad. They're bad. How bad are they? Ish Smith starts for them. Who's Ish Smith? Come on, Johnny. You don't know who Ish Smith is. Isn't He's that just... the uh, the town up the up the road from where you grew up? No, I grew up in Ip Switch, not Ish Smith. That's pretty fucking funny, though. I'm not gonna lie. That's pretty good right there. That's pretty good. Yes, I grew up in Ish Smith. It's a weird place to grow up. It's a basketball player. It's our high school was odd. It was in his left toe. He um he comes back. He starts. He's a role player. He's a role player's role player. He's been on like 15 different teams and he's well beloved. But it's like me being the MVP of the Padres, my adult men's baseball team in the 30 plus league years and years ago. I'm sitting out there. I'm leading off. I'm playing shortstop. We're going. We're about three quarters of the way through our season. I'm looking around at the field. I'm like, shit, I'm the best player on this team. And you know what happens when I'm the best player on a team? Johnny? What happens? They suck. <laughs> I thought that so, was an implied sort of thing there. Okay. So the, the to have Ish as your starter, you know, you're not in a good place, period. And the, the Nuggets, you know, had a crappy second quarter like they want to, but then they buried the uh, Hornets 40-17 to 17 in the third. Blowout City. Jamal didn't play in the fourth. Jokic didn't play. Aaron Gordon was back. So, man, it was great to see AG. Saw him after the game. Wished him well. Happy New Year. He had all smiles. He's got a little wrap around his hand where his dog bit him. His dog, by the way. His dog. And it was great to see him back and playing. So, that brought some energy. The guys love Ish. He was a teammate of the world champion Nuggets last year. But as a starter, you know you're in for an easy night. And they were. Meanwhile, a little bit of the talk with Michael Porter Jr., the other MPJ, or the MPJ, depending on how you look at it, was his podcast, The Curious. He's ripping us off, Johnny. Johnny, we're doing the best we can with this podcast stuff. But how the heck are we supposed to compete against Michael Porter Jr. and Nikola Jokic? Johnny. Uh, it's, it's with our charm and guile. I thought you were our show booker. I remember what an amazing job you did with No More Kings. <laughs> Why haven't we booked Nikola Jokic, Johnny? What's the reason? Uh, well, the the Nikola Jokic a little harder to get, uh, but those you know those guys were on tour. That's you know no more kings. I'm sure. What they don't have a phone? All right, all right. Anyways, um, I ask. It's it's always funny when the athlete you ask a question, 
turns around and asks you a question. <laughs> so here we go. Michael Porter Jr. on his podcast with Nicola. What kind of response have you had since the podcast with uh, Nicola? Um, what did you think of it? I thought it, was, I thought it was great, but it might be the only one he ever does. Yeah, no, I mean, everyone's been super positive about it, you know. Um, I think it was good, you know, just for people to get to know him in a comfortable space. It was really fun for me, and it's so weird that he has never done podcasts because it wasn't like I had to convince him to do it or anything. I just hit him, texted him one time, like, yo, bro, I got this new project going on, a new podcast, like, would you hop on? He was like, yeah, brother, anytime. So it just shows, like, how Nicola is to, towards the people that he would call friends, you know what I mean? And it was just, it was easy. So um, it's been a lot of positive feedback, um, you know, and I'm hoping to get some more, you know, players on in the future. All right. It, how was your response from Serbia from it? I haven't gotten to see a whole lot of comments. Like, I'll okay. scan through some of the comments, like the YouTube comments yeah. um, once in a while, but I won't really pay too much attention. I'm not on social media right now. Um, but, you know, his brothers, they love it. They, they yeah. approached me, so they liked it. Uh, his wife said she watched it right away. I think I think uh, people really enjoyed it. I agree. I thought it was great. And I asked the Serbia comment, Johnny, because do you know 6% of our YouTube channel audience is uh, Serbian? I was just going to mention that. <laughs> we have a few fans over there in uh, Eastern Europe. So, uh, so, yeah, hey, and I don't know. I should at least learn how to say hello in Serbian, and uh, I will figure that out. And uh, we're we're very very grateful for our for all of our viewers, and uh, a special tip of the cap to our fans and so, friends in Serbia. Real, real quick, I just uh, googled hello in Serbian. Oh, no joke, no joke. There's there's a number in this word. I okay. Have no idea how to say All right. It. Say, you have no idea how to pronounce it. So don't nope. make fun of it. I don't want you to make fun of it because I, I, I want to pay respect to people from Serbia, Johnny. Of course. Yeah. Okay. So you have no clue how to say hello. Nope. Okay. Maybe you could Google it. And we could actually hear it here. Isn't there a way you could with the machine with the thing? Wait. Hold on a second. With, uh, with hold the on Google a second. Machine. Hey Siri. Uh huh. How do you say hello in Serbian? Drama. I can't translate into Serbian. What the hell? Siri can't even what translate the hell? Wait, wait, what? Wait a second. How? Serbian's too difficult for... for too for... difficult. What the heck? Uh, anywho... Um, the Nuggets are on a three games at four night uh, stretch starting on Thursday in San Francisco against the Warriors. We wish them luck. They're playing well. Meanwhile, we turn our attention to the Avalanche, who are in first place. Doesn't it feel weird that the Avs are in first place, Johnny? Doesn't it feel like they, they're really struggling? Dude, they're in, they're in first place. Yeah, it's a little weird. It's a little weird because they have moments like they did on uh, New Year's Eve against the Sharks. Where the the second period was, as uh, Jared Bednar said, quiet, and it just wasn't very good. They did win, though. Val Nachushkin, who spoke afterwards, he like never talks. He was like chit chatty. That good old Val Nachushkin. Um, he scored a goal late to make it uh, to make it two to one. Here's what I think happened. I think Bednar just read him the riot act at the second intermission. I'm reading between the lines here, but after the post-game press conference and what some of the players had to say, I think he just went in there and just ripped him. Seriously, an old-fashioned butt-chewing out. And it worked. They played with their uh, 
hat, their hair on fire, as the expression goes, and they they won three to one. So on New Year's Eve, they were in a pretty good mood. And Nathan McKinnon with smiles and jokes. Nathan McKinnon, who probably should win the Hart Trophy. That's the MVP, but let's talk hockey and just call it the Hart. Nathan McKinnon on New Year's resolutions. Do you do New Year's resolutions? Yeah, my girlfriend has a long list for me. Um, so maybe ask her. It's <laughs> a lot of things. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. What do you think Nathan McKinnon's girlfriend has as a long list of resolutions for Nathan McKinnon, Johnny? Uh, guaranteed, he didn't. Uh, she didn't ask for a show at uh, Comedy Works. Like I, hey, I provided. I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like hey, hey jerk, let's go out to Comedy Works and have some fun, like Johnny Love and his girlfriend, the mysterious Ms. X. You know, and you know what's he doing? Playing hockey. Again, I mean the the eye roll. Shima, oh you're oh you're going to hockey practice. Oh, oh, you still need to practice. Wait, aren't you the best player in the world? But you need to practice more. Seriously, really? <laughs> Golly, so it's not good enough just to be the best player in the world, huh? You gotta you're you're saying goodbye to me because you're off to practice. Not a game. Not a game. Not a game. Not a game practice the avalanche hosts the islanders tonight and i asked jared bednar now again i gotta remind you johnny the avalanche are in first place so i asked bednar about resolutions for the team no (laughs) i really don't i mean there's two we're working on time so i really don't have i don't you know be better every day so that is by the way how do you like that goofy laugh by bednar i that's, like it man that's a uh you don't really see him smile or laugh all that much he's, he's got a little bit of a goofy laugh doesn't he maybe there's a reason why you don't hear him laugh all that much i thought that was pretty funny he just it, that question was to me and uh you know no real serious and then in, When he said it, I started laughing because of the way he said no. And I didn't say, do you have resolutions? Do you have resolutions for the team? No. And and I just start, I mean, (laughs) cracking up, and it cracks him up, and then we're laughing. And, Johnny, then we're best friends. And that's how that works. But I think what he's really saying there first, D-Mac, you're cool. I like you. And second, what he's really saying is, despite the success they've had, and, and they know they're a good team, it's been a roller coaster, man. It has been it has been up and down. So resolutions, I mean, you just can't even think like that because they really are just trying to survive. So the Nuggets and Avs are kind of in two different places. The Nuggets, even though they got blown out by OKC, which kind of sucked over the uh, old holiday weekend, you know, the Nuggets know how good they are and they're trying to develop their second unit and they're working on certain things. The Avalanche, you just... The Avalanche are like a box of chocolates. You, you never know what you're going to get. And uh, Michael Malone said that's what he doesn't want out of his young players. And I'm sure it drives Bednar crazy too. But they are figuring a way to get points, even in the disappointing loss against the, the Coyotes where they gave away a 4 nothing lead. They lost in overtime, so at least they get a point. It's great in hockey, Johnny. You get a consolation prize when you lose sometimes interesting it's just different what can i tell you it's the only sport where it's like hey you tried hard here's a point 
everybody else, you just lose. You lose an overtime in football. You lose an extra innings in baseball. You lose an overtime in basketball. But not hockey. Hockey's like, yeah, you tried hard. Yeah, here you go. You got to love hockey, that sort of thing. That being said, tough slate of games, starting with the Islanders in town. Bruins are coming here as well, as well as the Panthers. So heads up, man. Playoff type of hockey against playoff teams, for sure, coming to your ball arena this week. Hockey, hockey, hockey. It's all about the avalanche. Johnny, I should just ask you, is there anything that, you know, you hate these days? Because if you hate something, I want to give you room to, to get it off your chest, Johnny. Ooh, you know what? I'm going to resolve in the new year to uh, hate less. Well, there goes that fucking segment. Nah, nah, nah. I, I think I'm still going to hate things. <laughs> Just hate less. Uh, time for what's on the show. What's on the show? What's on the show? Hey, can I tell you a really funny story? Sure. So I don't know how funny. It's probably not that funny. I shouldn't have set it up like that. Let me tell you a story. Okay. I was on, Um, I was the big get for uh, Taylor and Aaron on the old Fox 31 Channel 2 thing. I'm still not sure is it Fox 31 or Channel 2, but it's on one of them. And uh, I'm I'm doing it from this venue right here. And and Taylor saw the background and she was like, what is that? Because she goes, well, that doesn't look like most of these uh, podcast backgrounds that are all neat and tidy and everything. And I go, no, it's, you know, it's what's on the shelf, man. You don't know what it is. It's just a collection of garbage that I have. And uh, she laughed. She thought it was funny. And now she's about to have a baby. Those things are not connected. Johnny, what's on the shelf? So you're saying that uh, they had you on the show and that that was the big get for them? Yeah. That I, was a funny story. You, you're correct about that. Uh, oh. Sorry, I didn't mean to show. burst your bu- bubble. Yeah, <laughs> uh, things, things I hate by Johnny. D-Max <laughs> stupid stories. <laughs> Uh, I don't, do we have, let's, let's just go with, um, you know what? Let's go with another VHS. We've talked about the okay. South Park. We've talked right. about the, uh, the civil war. You know what? Um, in honor of the, I can't remember his name, but he just passed away. What about that, uh, copy of the full Monty right there, oh, right behind man. you? Man, oh man, oh man. Who passed away? By the way, you should, there's, we, we really literally could do. There's videotapes there from high school. <laughs> Tom Wilkinson of. Uh, oh, did he really? Yeah. yeah. Ask me about my Rex Stranger VHS tape sometime. No, thank but, you. But the full Monty, the premise is a bunch of. Um, well, they're relatively skinny. I'm looking at them. There's only one fat guy. But uh, a, a bunch of dudes just show everybody their penis and their butt. Um, in a small town to to make money and it's heartwarming, getting these guys to take their clothes off. It's in like Scotland or the UK. Which which somewhere. one of these guys on the cover is now dead? Uh, none of them. It's none yeah. of those guys. Yeah. Well, the guy the guy in the the kind of portly guy, he's a uh, Robert Baratheon in uh, Game of Thrones. And he, oh, nice pickup. He makes a uh, he has an untimely death in that show. So. Well, you know, when it's your time to be gored by a boar, yeah, what are you going to do? Um, I don't know. I don't even know how I got this, but it's a great, uh, I think, wow, what year was this, Johnny? Holy cow. Seriously. Yeah, I think it was like mid-90s. 
I, I wonder if it was. Oh, yeah, you know, not bad. Good on, good on you. 97, actually. Yeah. So um, not that long ago, I suppose. No, it's a long time. It's a pretty long time. Yeah, I know. I understand. Anyways, there you go. The uh, the Full Monty, good movie about English guys uh, taking their clothes off. I don't, I don't know if there's more of a story than that to, to that particular one, but I got it. And Johnny, if I had a VHS player, I could watch um, relatively homely guys from England get naked. I forget in 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 the movie. Do they show their penises? Do you get to I, see their penises I, in the know, movie? I've never seen the movie, but I think they have that little spinny box. Don't they have a box in front of it? Well, of, of I mean, junk? at some point with all this buildup, at you'd have to see some junk. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I want. I, I think that would be like an NC seventeen movie at that point. Yeah, who knows? All right, the full Monty. There you go. Good question. Um, Excellent um, episode um, as we kick off 2024. We learned a lot in this. Um, Johnny's and got a girlfriend. I'm, 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 I, I, I stopped myself there. And uh, we'll see. Hopefully things work out. and Or not. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows what's best for anybody? Um, watch the national championship game. Nobody really cares about Russell Wilson anymore. Uh, the abs play tonight. And... Um, you know, the Nuggets, uh, Michael Porter Jr. is asking me questions. Why are you asking me? What, what do you care what I think? Well, he is a podcaster now. He probably follows this podcast, doesn't he? He knows what real podcasts are all about. Hey, now. We kill you with truth. <laughs>